Off the bat, all I can say is I cannot tell you how happy I am that you sang that song. <laughs> now, there's an inside joke here that you who sang in the choir might be missing, but this happens to be our worship director, Steve's favorite song to sing at Christmas, and you guys, with all sincerity and legitimacy, you nailed it. Can we just thank him for leading us today? And he has good taste. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here tonight. Parents, if you're here as well, thank you for coming and being part of our worship experience at Fellowship of Faith. Just absolutely great, and I cannot say it enough, truly. Thank you. So here's the story. An angel is sent by God to this young, what, 13, 14, maybe 15-year-old peasant girl from a backwater town near Nazareth. And he comes out of the blue with a simple little message. Greetings, hello. You who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. And it freaks her out. Because, I mean, let's face it, if an angel comes on the scene in your life, calls you by name, hey there, hello, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. I mean, how do you respond to something like that? I love the great understatements of the Bible. Mary was greatly troubled at these words <laughs> and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. I imagine Mary freaking out. Because when you stand face to face with God, I mean, or one sent on his behalf, how do you not? And it's the next line that he gives, that, that, that's the giveaway for me. And it's what angels always say in the Bible. Test me on this and, and see that it's true. Every time an angel shows up on the scene, these are near the very first words out of their mouth. Do not be afraid. Because when you stand face to face with God, how can you not? How can you not when you stand there face to face with the divine power of the universe in, in his glory and array and not, not be sent to your knees on your face Shielding your eyes <laughs> because God is holy, isn't he? And we, we are not. God is great. And no matter what kind of grandeur we want to puff ourselves up on and how we want to rate ourselves in comparison to one another, the fact is we are not. But the angel came to her and said, do not be afraid. You have found favor with God because that's the kind of God he is. A God who is holy and mighty and powerful. A God who owes us nothing. A God before whom we're insignificant and yet he chooses to look upon us. Why us? But us. With favor. With you. 
yeah, you. Not just you who you think you're good, not just you who do the church thing, not just you who say the right words, not just you whom your neighbors and friends respect, not just you whom your teachers like, no, I mean the other ones of you. Yeah, he looks, upon fav- he looks with favor upon you too. Those of you here who feel like you're a nobody, just like Mary probably did. Those of you who are young, just like Mary, and those of you who are old, just like her relative Elizabeth. Those of you who are rotten, and you know it, you know, on the inside, maybe like an apple, you still look all shiny and good in the exterior, but you know, you sense it. You know something is just kind of wrong in the core and something is just kind of off. It's just not right and you don't like who you are. God looks with favor upon you too. And those of you who have even lived that rottenness out, who have no dream of ever expecting that God would come to you, let alone come to you with words saying things like, greetings, you who are highly favored. I want to be with you. Yeah, you too. Because this holy, mighty, majestic, awe-inspiring God is a God who does. He looks upon you with favor because he loves you. No, you don't deserve it. You might not deserve it. You might know you don't deserve it, but he does. He loves you. He loves you, and he looks upon you and chooses to look upon you with favor rather than scrutiny, with favor rather than suspicion, with favor rather than judgment, with favor rather than doubt. Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Yeah, you, all of you. It is the word of God spoken through the angels to each and every human being. And if it scares you, that's okay. It's all right to be afraid in the presence of God. He's big, he's mighty, he's glorious, he's majestic. It is scary. But he's good. And when you stand in the presence of power, but power that is good, there's something that shifts, isn't there? Something that shifts from what we would call terror to trust, to safety, security, and hope. And this angel comes to Mary after this simple yet profound greeting. And he tells her that she is going to bear a son. She's going to bear a son. And she's got instructions on the name. She doesn't get to go free range on this one. No, no, no. Name, name him Jesus, which basically means Yahweh saves. No, name him that because this son that's to be born 
to you is going to be great. You might not be great, Mary, but this one, this one will be great. He will be called Son of the Most High. God will give him the throne of his father, David. This is the one who will establish God's kingdom, God's reign. A reign of goodness and peace, a reign of justice and mercy, a reign of the presence of God and the forgiveness of sins, a reign of renewal and redemption and restoration of all that's wrong and broken and corrupt in this world. Your son, yeah, your son. Yeah, it's going to be him. And give him the name Jesus. So by his very name, the world would know that Yahweh has come to save people from the darkness of this world and save them from their sins. And I love Mary's response. I don't know if you caught it, but it struck me as I was reading it again. Four words. How can this be? How can this be? I mean, what are you talking about? How can this even be? Let me just kind of ask you here tonight. How do you respond when you get news that is too good to be true? And you know what I'm talking about. That, that news that's not just kind of objectively out there, but that, that kind of good news that strikes you, that's meant for you, that's personal to you, that's something that's too good to be true for you. How do you respond? I don't know about you, but I can speak for me. There's this sense of like hope mixed with doubt. This sense of, right? This sense of like, I so want to believe this, but I'm so afraid to believe this because if I dare believe again and it doesn't come to be true, it's like the devastation of the hope lost is worse than no hope at all. You, you know what I mean? How do you respond when you get those words that are simply too good to be true? How can this be? I'm a virgin. And last I checked, virgins don't give birth. Maybe your how can this be is filled in with something else. Maybe it's not, how can this be? I'm a virgin, but how can this be? I'm terminal. How can this be? It's over. How can this be? He left me. How can this be? I have no money. How can this be I've messed it up so bad that there's never coming back from it? How can this be? How can God ever choose or use or be with someone like me, let alone love me, let alone forgive me, let alone tell me there's a hope and promise of redemption and restoration in renewal, but this is the message of the prophets. Dripping from the pages of the Bible, the prophets looking to this day when God would come, filled with grace and wonder, mystery and surprise. 
with news and realities that are too good to be true. How did the line in the song go? The blind will see, the deaf will hear, the dead will, was it rise again, walk again, live again, even better. And we're scratching the surface of the power of God and Jesus and what this baby born of the Virgin Mary who grew to be the man who gave himself in obedience to God on a cross and rose again, came to do. How can this be? God says it'll be because I said it can be. And as the angel said, nothing, nothing is impossible with God. Whatever impossibility you're up against, in here or out there, take heart in this message of the angel that nothing, nothing, nothing is impossible with God, with you. because you are highly favored and the Lord is with you. Whether you feel him or sense him or see him or not, it's the promise of God himself. You are highly favored. The Lord is with you because Jesus came into this world to give his life for you and the amazing grace, mercy, and love of the almighty, powerful, mysterious, and wonderful God.